love, sex and relationships. On this week's episode... I'm wearing my gay jumper today. The stigma behind being a gay man for black men is a lot more intense from what I've experienced than a white man coming out. She just looked at me with this kind of wild-eyed look and I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's my girlfriend. She was like, yes, darling. It's just a phase, isn't it? If you look at adverts for the Pride Parade, it is all white gay men. Yes. Normally in leather, which to be honest, yeah, I don't <laughs> mind, you know. <laughs> Alex, I'm sure I've seen you in that outfit, in fact. Hello and welcome to Mavro Talks Love, Sex and Relationships. Today, the hot topic of discussion is the rainbow community. That's right, it's the LGBTQ plus community. But before we delve into that, let's go around the couch. We have... Stefano. Rob. Kira. I'm Alex. Chantel. Atlanta. I also just realised I'm wearing my gay strap, so that's cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> the gay strap. Definitely gay. Um, so welcome, welcome. This is a safe space. Um, so I guess we'll open up the floor. Who's gay? <laughs> or, okay, who, who's on the spectrum? Who, 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 is, who is part of the LGBTQ plus community? Who identifies as one of the many variants of gayness? Bisexual. I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we know, Rob. I mean, let's stop saying that. Pansexual? <laughs> no, I'm very straight. Oh, okay. Pam. Leather Pan daddy. Pam's greedy. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah. greedy, but thank you. <laughs> I'm very aware of that. Um, so, coming out stories. Um, I don't have any coming out stories per se. I remember when I had my first girlfriend, I was about 14, and it wasn't like a serious relationship. And I was like, oh, mum, this is my friend Katie. And I introduced her to my friend, and then she went home, and I was like, oh, mum, you know, I'm dating. And my mum goes, she just looked at me with this kind of wild eyed look. And I was like, oh, mum, like, yeah, it's my girlfriend. She was like, yes, darling. It's just a phase, isn't it? And then sometimes if I say certain things about women, she does kind of look at me like, but she just thinks above the whole that I'm quite a crude person in general. But she knows that I like females. But I think, I like I said, I don't think I could ever be in a relationship with female. I just like some boobs and ass when you get some. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's very so much like KFC. Just a bit of leg and thigh. A bit of leg and thigh. Okay. Why not? I remember kissing my like girls on nights out. And one of my friends looking at me like, what are you doing? Like, what, what is happening? But other than that, nothing really too interesting. Quite normal, really. Interesting. Um, wrote a letter, said, Mum, I like girls. I'm interested in your best you friend's sister. Yeah. Excuse me, of course. I'm going to write a strongly worded letter, of course. Um, so, wrote a letter, Mum, gay. Well, Sorry, I, I don't it? even know what I said. Bisexual, anti-girls, fuck knows. Some sort of gay. Um, <laughs> and then I said... I'm into your best friend's daughter and I said that I also smoke. And then I said, if you disown me, I'm calling Childline. Just as a favour uh-huh. to say. Well, you can't do that or you just leave it somewhere in the house. I, think I, left, I feel like I left it on their bed before I went to sleep because I'm like, the thing is, they're not going to wake me up to talk about this. <laughs> and by the time, to and there's not enough time in the school run to talk about this. So that gives yeah. me 24 hours to prep packing my bags if I need to. And, uh, you know, I, I think my mum was cool with it. So, Did you think it was going to be an issue before you mentioned it? I didn't really care if it was because I'm like, well, it's going to look worse on you for turning out your teenage daughter because she's gay. I'm going to walk away looking great. So um, I wanted to talk about um, an interesting topic. And I feel like, Rob, out of all of us, you'll probably be able to weigh in the most about this because I think it is prevalent mostly in the male gay community, but also in the um, female and bisexual community. But gay men and women trying to 
really trying to turn straight people. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I definitely I've done have it. Like, fantasies Attempted about to. straight guys all the time. Like, yeah. There definitely what? is a bit of a thing, but it's not because they're straight. I think what it, what it well, I suppose it is, but it's not. I don't think I can turn a straight guy gay. I think you are what you are, and that is yeah. what it is. But I think, I think the the whole thing about it is the validation that it gives you. It's like all the shit you go through as a gay kid. It's like with straight people, straight boys especially. If I can get a straight guy to turn gay for me, it just must validate me in such a way that's you know worth love. And I think that's just where it comes from. It's not because you actually feel like it's going to work and you're going to be together. Yeah. I think it's, it, it just is about validation. I would say for me, it was definitely a trophy thing. Like yeah. when I was younger, like the ultimate like fuck you was like, yeah, see this tight yeah. piece of straight ass? She's mine now. Like <laughs> literally it was it was a massive trophy thing for me. Or, yeah, it was a sense of validation to, yeah. to some extent. You want to well, say something? When you say trying to turn, like you said, you've you've tried to turn. How far does that trying go? You attempt on a straight woman. She says no. So if, if <laughs> this is going to sound incredibly predatorial, I'm not like this anymore. Stress this. <laughs> Disclaimer. So I think that when I when I was a teen, and even going into my very very early twenties, there are a lot of people that were. Let's say the door was open ajar, but not quite open. I kicked the fucking door open. I'm like. <laughs> Think you're a little bit gay? You're now going to be gay. You're going around today. Like, that was me. I literally, the door would be open a crack, I'd bust the whole fucking thing wide open. Now, sometimes it worked in my favour. They'd be like, yes, thank you so much. You've liberated me. I'm now gay or bisexual. Captain Sailor Ho. <laughs> thank you. Um, but then, on the other side, you would also get the, well, I am, but I, I but it, it would hurt my family too much. It would hurt my image too much so i'm perfectly happy with being in the closet which is almost it, it's it's actually more damaging to be honest mm. to like hear that basically i'm sorry well no it should it it shouldn't it shouldn't feel like this but it does feel like this at times when you kind of feel almost like a second class citizen like mm. we vibe we're clearly really into each other but i don't like you enough i don't respect you enough to own it it shouldn't mm. feel like that because at the end of the day, everyone comes out in their own stage. Mm. But I know certainly as a teenager, I felt when that happened that I was a second-class citizen, I was a dirt, someone's dirty secret. Like, why don't you want to come out for me? But it's not about me, it's about <laughs> that person. In terms of like turning females out and things like that, I would never... <laughs> turning them, them out. out. <laughs> <laughs> out on the streets. <laughs> Sorry, what's the word? Turning them out is fine. We've got this power to turn people. Like we haven't got them. Like vampires. I wish I did, but I don't. (laughs) But I would never. For me, I'd never approach a girl unless I knew that she was going to go that way. Because also, it's like I don't want to lose like a girlfriend, like a mate. Do you get what I mean? You don't want to make it awkward. Yeah, like I have, there's no technique. It's not like I do like, oh, I do this, this, and this. Yeah, like, play by yeah. play. What I hate is the lack of opportunity to be able to see, not to try and see if I can make them gay, mm. to, see, to even see if they are gay or bisexual, because I can never just approach a guy in a bar yeah. Yeah. and be like... Fear of rejection. Yeah, it? like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, used to, I'd be like, oh, they're straight, but like, I wouldn't actually know without asking them, and you should mm. never assume, because I have been guys I've been so shocked by, but I would never in my dreams, like approach anyone in a straight bar and just assume they could be gay and that's I think that's what I hate more is the lack of opportunity Mm. to go down that road so you don't want to put anyone in any any sort of weird pressure absolutely yeah you've been very quiet taking it all in has a gay bisexual woman ever tried to 
push you in said direction or even come on to you. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> now, and we, we've spoken about this. Please keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, no, I've had loads. Like, I, I've probably lost count on the amount of lesbian women that have actually tried it. But, um, yes. I mean... <laughs> I'm not lesbian. However, I have kissed a few girls and I, I have enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say I actively go out and look for, you know. It's yeah. just usually being, I've been in a club, guys have tried it, they've annoyed me, said I'm lesbian, they're like, no, you're not. So I kissed the girl you and I'm like, grab the yeah, yeah. It's interesting because you would never get a guy do that who's just as no, no. sexual as you <laughs> are, but a guy would never do that because yeah. of the stigma against it. Yeah, of course it would. Not wouldn't. because yeah. there would really be an issue with them actually doing it. It wouldn't taste disgusting, it wouldn't feel weird, it would be like, for me, but it's just the stigma attached to that. But do you yeah. know what's worse as well is that being approached by a man and then having to resort to lying about yeah. your sexuality just to get rid of them. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's even worse. That's I t- terrible, really. Countless yeah. amounts of times. Yeah. <laughs> Stereotypes in the um, community, in fact, like, Rob, you kind of touched on it, like, the, the, there are there are guys who you've come across that you wouldn't even think are gay or something mm. like that. And, you know, people always say, oh, you look gay. Or, yeah, totally, must be a lesbian. I even do it. Like, yeah. I mean, frankly, if you don't think this haircut <laughs> screams some <laughs> version of LGBTQ+, then you're fucking blind. But... Um, yeah, could be a monk. <laughs> I could be a monk. Yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> But um, stereotypes in the um, LGBTQ plus community, for the straight people out here, what would you say when I say gay man, gay woman, bisexual, whatever, what do you automatically think of? Because the industry I work in, I've kind of gotten used to knowing so many different type of gay guys. I've kind of taken the stereotype away. And I've also spoken to gay guys who may not necessarily be the stereotypical feminine gay who kind of say, like, I don't get that every gay guy has to be feminine. Like, mm-hmm. some gay guys are totally not feminine. Like, I've met some guys that I would have never thought they were gay, and they're just like, yeah, I'm gay, bro. Like, And they look like yeah. roadmen, you know? Mm-hmm. But then people have also questioned me if I was gay, so I was like, what is it then? Because <laughs> then people Because yeah, you don't have a feminine flair. Yeah. So what is it about you that people want to say? I don't know. Because yeah. people just say, oh, you're, you're almost too nice. And I'm like, gay people are shady as hell. I don't know what you're talking about. So I don't know. Yeah. What would you say it was for you, Alex? I don't know. I think if you would have asked me when I was in secondary school mm-hmm. that question, yeah. you do automatically go to the more openly camp feminine yeah. kind of thing. Because I feel like at that time, that's more so what you saw. when you in society. Yeah. But even in school, TV, like yeah. the gay guys that were out or that, were waiting for the right time to come out were openly feminine yeah. Yeah. now now it's not like you said I know half of the people that I know are gay are, are extremely feminine and the other side they're like I, I've known him for 10 years and had absolute no idea. I think the problem is like the media only depicts like one type of gay. Yeah. Like even yeah. if it's like reality TV, there's mm. always that token. Sassy gay, yeah. yeah. which is like, absolutely really fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's so many others as mm. well. And it's like, well... Chan? Yeah. What is your... Paint me a picture of a gay person. <laughs> Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> I had the stigma as well that gay guys are all very flamboyant and out there and over the years and getting to know obviously a lot more people that I know are gay, I would never have had an idea. You know, they've been married, they've had kids, and they are very, very gay. Mm. But they're just, you know, like what you said earlier about they look like a roadman. Mm. Like, I get that, because that's a stereotype we have of roadmen. Yeah. However, 
why can a roadman not be gay? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Why do we have that? Because yeah. yeah. there's plenty. Can, that, I, can oh. I ask a question in terms mm. of the stereotype? Rob, I remember you mentioning, I think in a previous episode, about the, I guess, the categories of gay men, your tops, your daddies, your et cetera, et cetera. Daddies? Kira. Or anyone, actually, who knows. What are some of the other, like, categories in, like, the lesbian community or, like, the pansexual? I know, like, stud studs are one, but that's as far as my knowledge really extends. I mean, to be honest, I make up my own names for them. Um, <laughs> like, ev every single week there's some sort of other variant. But the main ones are, there's basically three. Okay. So, stud or butch, which is... Well, Butch does what it says in the tin, so most of the time they are very, very masculine um, uh, women who, for the most part, tend to top. So they would be the one wearing the strap on okay. that sort of stuff. For the most part, that's not everyone. Um, then there is a stud femme, so kind of in the middle. Like, probably me. I would say stud femme is probably me. Like, I, I would say that I do dress feminine sometimes, but also, like, I dress for comfort. So, obviously, this is quite study. And then femme, I like to call it, oh, wow, you don't look gay. Like, very much stereotypical, you don't look gay. Yeah. Um. So, those are kind of the three main categories in the kind of, in the female um, LGBTQ plus world. I have my own variants of them. Um, so instead of calling people um, studs and butch, I um, tend to call people rugby dykes. I know that's terrible to say, um, or sports dykes, and that is purely because a lot of the time when I have met, uh, when I have met butch or, or women who identify as butch or stud, 90% of the time they are on a sports team. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe that's just the people who I'm meeting, but like I have yet to meet someone who isn't on a rugby or football or a lacrosse team that is in that bracket. <laughs> oh, um, so there's the shave head. So everyone's seen the style, you know, where it's either the shaved here or the undercut, the, the shaved head. That's normally like a stud femme. So like in the middle, like you kind of... <laughs> You haven't quite gone to the dark side of, you know, the butch look, but you're kind of saying, hey, I'm gay. Just like, <laughs> like I'm gay. Or like, you know, the squared off, like, yeah. uh, or a mullet. That's another one. Like, I'm gay, but, you know, just keeping you at bay. And the porn stars. I call them the porn stars because, okay. you know, I'm porn. It's never, a, it's never a dyke, is it? It's never like a really butch woman fucking another woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is two gorgeous model-looking women. Mm -hmm. That's what I would identify as fans. So those are kind of like the the main ballparks for the the realms of women. Horrendous stereotypes, but that's just how I. Yeah. That's just how I see it. I think that's how we all think. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest yeah. here. Um, I wanted to ask a question for the floor. If your partner wanted to experiment with someone of the same sex, would I you let them? Same sex as who? Me or no, no, no. So your partner, your partner wants to experiment with another female, or your partner wants to experiment with another guy. Do they want to experiment with me involved or on their own? Let's do both. So yeah, involvement. Yeah. If they want me to be, if they want to experiment, but want to also have those experiences with me, I wouldn't necessarily have a problem. I'd probably ask why, mm -hmm. um, but I wouldn't necessarily have a problem if they wanted to explore their sexuality without me, 
you should have done that before me. What if it was a scenario where you weren't involved in the, so let's it's a threesome, but you yeah. weren't actually involved in the sexual act. So she'd be like, well, I really want to experiment with a woman, but obviously like, I want to do it within the realms of our relationship. You can sit and watch and jack off I mean, that's want, still fine. I'm going to That's fine. Because I think I said it, I think I said it in my intro. That's kind of like one of my fantasies-ish. So, yeah, Take I ain't got I think, again, yeah. as long as you're like, you know what I mean? We're a couple, we do things together, especially set in your, in regards to your mm -hmm. sex life. Like, I'd start to question why you'd want to experience that with without me. I don't have to be involved yeah. in the sexual acts if you didn't want that, mm -hmm. but like, I don't know. What about for you, Shan? I don't know. I think it's a bit <coughs> of a sticky one, especially with a man. I mean, I've been in a situation where I've been talking to a guy and he made it very obvious that he would like another man involved. And don't get me wrong, the talking and everything, it did kind of turn me on. However, the actual thought of the act, it just went a bit over my head because it's a cuckolding, isn't it? And you know the right, bit where okay. the, the dick actually goes in their mouth and it's a bit like, oh, is you that one? <laughs> I mean, if you're the other one that's maybe putting it in the mouth, the cuck maybe. Or the cucky. Yeah, the one that's actually taking it. I, I just I does it just emasculate the situation for you? I think yeah, because I mean, in the yeah, would you have a problem with both of them being their focus being on you? No, is that still not? Still no, not okay? no. Can I ask? Are there levels of gayness that you are willing to accept in a threesome situation? So, for example, if it is a male male female situation, are you kind of like? Well, I'm okay if you guys are kind of spit roasting me at the same time. Maybe you're looking at each other. Maybe you're looking at each other like, yeah, I'm fucking loving this. But I would not be okay with you being, you receiving anal sex or you penetrating another man anally. Or I would be fine with you getting sucked off, but I wouldn't be okay if you were doing the sucking. Like, are there, are there levels of gayness? Sure. I think yeah. for me, there are. I think I can deal with being spit roasted. But then the point where you would see your boyfriend get penetrated by another man would be a bit... Weird, and I suppose in a sense you would lose, he would lose, not credibility, but almost like he's supposed to be the masculine one in yeah. the relationship, so then he yeah. would lose that. But at the same time, you don't want to hold anyone back from living there. <laughs> That's right. Yes. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Oh, that kind of thing's, oh, are there, are there, are there roles within, like, as, as, a, as, a, as a bisexual woman, do you find yourself, do you almost find yourself attractive attracted to a man that is incredibly masculine like if you're gonna go with a man he yeah, has to be yeah. a man, Quite man. Yeah. Yeah. and for women it's incredibly feminine it's the opposite yeah I'm very borderline do you think the guys I like are like very feminine I, I think take care very pretty, pretty they can nice. almost be girls not their sort of look but more the Halle act yeah. Yeah. their body language would you like a really sort of camp like flamboyant you know hands mm. with that kind of guy with that so being. long as he can take someone's head off yeah, I, mean, I don't think you should. Because you get too. a lot of my ethics no, boys that are very gay, no, they're very good. <laughs> well, this yeah. is it. Like, yeah. That's what I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I want to be able yeah. to be protected. If I felt like you couldn't protect yeah. me, oh, okay. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, no. Mm. You have to be able to knock someone out. But then another thing for me, obviously, I've had threesomes in my relationships, and I've often <coughs> found in the moment it's great. Like, yeah, we're, you know, it's two girls, one guy, everyone's enjoying their time. But then I've come away and I'm like, oh my God, like he, he put his dick in her. Like, it kind of. It's like once you stop away from the moment, after, yeah. you're like, oh shit, that was my friend. Like, no, I can't look at her. <laughs> she was a good one. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's caused problems. Like, I've lost friends because of that. And I learned my lesson. But it, I think when you're talking about realms and things, there's certain things that you're okay with and certain things you're not. Yeah, yeah. everyone has preferences, I guess. Don't have threesomes with your friends. Just quickly, Stefano, because we didn't hear from you. If your partner wanted to experiment with another girl, would you be okay with that? 
Nah. Nah. I'm, I could be, but I would say no because double standards. If she was to flip her around, I wouldn't be up for it. So that's really fair. Though, interesting. That's really fair. That's so interesting. Nice. That's yeah. so nice because most guys would be like, yeah, and then they'd be like, no to the other mm. side. I don't think that's a problem though. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I'm closing this conversation because I'm not even gonna, not even gonna fucking start. If you want to get involved with the conversation at home um, about whatever the hell he was just gonna start, <laughs> or don't act like. Just shut up. Ignore what he's just said. But if you want to get involved with any part of the discussion today around the LGBTQ plus community, or if you just want to say, hey, you know where we are, we're Mavra Talks across all social media platforms, or you can leave a comment down below. To whom it may concern, what's the advice this week? Hello, I'm Kira, and this is Rob. We're talking about all things LGBTQ plus, LGBTQIA, and just being gay, really, to be and, honest. And openness within that as well. And, and openness. Coming out and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. So speaking about coming out, um, how was it for you? I never really had to officially come out to you know, my parents or my friends. I mean, mm -hmm. every. I mean, I knew I was gay since I was about five years old, I'd say. I remember watching TV and like cartoons and just remember being like drawn to that sort of male character. Um, so, but I think because everyone kind of knew before I actually came out, when it actually comes to the point where, you know, I was basically telling everyone that, you know, I'm aware that I'm gay and all of that, it wasn't really coming out for mm -hmm. me. I was kind of fell in love with a guy that didn't really work out. And that's kind of what led me to sort of say, well, actually, I'm just going to accept being gay now because that's what it's all about, being able to be in love with someone and, and all of that. So I think I, I remember just having a phone call with my mum just say, just I think I was crying about a relationship that wasn't. And she was like, oh, so what's his name then? And I was like, okay, so she knows now it's a guy and not a girl. And that was kind of it. And it didn't really have to be a sit down yeah. formal, by the way, I like guys. So that was it for me. But I think not just my story or your story, but I think it's really important to remember that, you know, there's always three sections to coming out. You know, people always talk about, you know, on a first date or when they first meet someone, they find out you're gay. They always talk about, oh, what was it like coming out? And then they always talk about, you know, how amazing it is to afterwards, you know, being so free. But I think people always forget to talk about the before. You know, for me, I was about 19. How old were you when you first sort of, you know, people knew? Uh, well, <laughs> that actually got leaked uh, on MySpace. I moved to a new school and I told one person that I was gay and that bitch leaked it on MySpace um, mm. and my whole year knew, so it was a bit shit. But she did send me a, like a Facebook message like last year saying, oh, just FYI, I did something really shitty when we were 13. Sorry, so props to you. Um, but you, you, you know, you, you were just saying, which popped into my mind about, you know, like talking to your mum about the relationship that never was. Oh my gosh, so you'd be able to relate to me. Unrequited love. Oh God. Unrequited love. I think that's actually one of the most difficult thing, um, difficult things like when you have come out, because obviously when you come out, you think, great, I'm free, I can be myself, whatever it is, whether your parents have accepted it or not. But the next step is, hold on, not, I can't just walk up to someone and be sure. like, hey, I fancy you, let's get together, let's go for a drink, because unfortunately, 90% of those people yeah. aren't gay. Oh, yeah, they're straight. And it's, <laughs> and it's realizing that even though you are out there, you still can't have those people that you're in love with at school. Absolutely and gutted. And many, all those many boys I did love. I mean, yeah. And, just, and, yeah. and also to like understand that it's not a problem with you. It's not like, yeah. you know, if, if you went up to someone and they're rejecting because they're, I mean, they aren't interested, but it's not because of your personality. It's purely, yeah. I'm not attracted to men, I'm not attracted to yeah. women. But like for so many years, 
I really suffered with self-esteem problems sure. because I'm kind of like, okay, I've done the hard bit that everyone yeah. warns me about coming out, but well, why can't I go out with this girl? Why don't you love me? Why yeah. why aren't you interested in me? Like, I how is this difficult? I think it affects many people in you know the, the community that we are in. Um, I'm 28 and I've never really had a full blown relationship. And I definitely think that my past, you know, I spent 19 years of this massive secret, you know, that I didn't officially ever utter a word of it until I was 19. And that's definitely had a massive effect on me personally. I'm sure it has on many of the community. Um, but that's what I think my main point is, it's really important for people to consider the before coming out, because that's such an important stage to get to the process of actually coming out. So in terms of openness for people, I think it's, you know, Definitely consider that, you know, when you're on our side, I've been out for about 10 years and it's very frustrating for me and probably for you as well if you were, you know, many of the guys I date are in the closet still, about 50% I would say. And it can be frustrating, but you should just realise it's definitely not your choice to out that person. Oh my you gosh, know? no. It has to be oh that person's gosh, no. choice to do it for themselves and no one else. Yeah, come out when you're you know? ready and when you feel comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So many of, um, so many people I know have got bummed out because they're dating a guy or a girl who isn't out and yeah. they feel compelled to out them. And it's like, no, everyone should be able to accept their sexuality in their own time exactly. and in the way they want to do it not by blasting it on facebook or yeah. whatever um so yeah ne never think that it is your job to out someone and also tr easier said than done try not to be upset if someone doesn't want to come yeah. out because it is it's their time you leave yeah. it to them it's like you said i mean you come from quite a creative family i do as well i grew up in a really conservative area but my parents were very liberal so i was lucky in that sense um you know i was a dancer so i was all surrounded by you know gay men in that oh, so sort of that's sense. why you're so turned that's where they're, i'm that's not where a dancer as from. you can see <laughs> but i think you know it's important to realize that you know I do see many guys that, you know, some have been in relationships, some have been married, a lot of them are, you know, straight, as they'd call it. And it's important to realise that not, not everyone is in your place in life, you know, everyone is at different stages, they have different families, you know, different daddy issues and all of that sort of stuff, you know, so it's, that's why it's got to be their own journey. Exactly, own like, thing. you know, my partner, um, she she came from a completely different life to me. Um, she's from Zambia, so yeah. um, she's, you know, she, she grew up in a very conservative Catholic um, upbringing. And I know that for me, it was really difficult her not coming yeah. out for the first sort of stage in our relationship. And I know that she still struggles with it now. You know, I'm probably not going to meet all of her family because yeah. they won't accept it. Likewise, she's not going to blast everything on social media, even though for all intents and purposes, she is completely out. So yeah. you do have to respect that, as you said, yeah. not everyone is in your boat. Yeah, I think one of my main points I would really like to make actually, is that for the people that are still in the closet, um, Again, it is difficult for, you know, you're probably hearing this from someone like me that's been out for 10 years and, and, and yourself, um, and we are from like sort of creative background, but if you are struggling to come out or to come to terms with it, what I would recommend is try and put yourself in places where you will be comfortable with it. You know, if you've got a family that are religious and they're not comfortable with that situation, as hard as it might be, I would try separating yourself part of the time and move into life, you know, whether it's work-wise, family, friends, move into a zone sometimes where you can be gay or lesbian or transgender, you know, and, and it's okay because you will gradually start to accept yourself in that environment. And stop resenting um, it. Because I know that for my life, you know, with every aspect of its work, family and friends, everyone that I'm surrounded by all the time are comfortable with my sexuality. And it's only when I go to public areas where there's all sorts of people that would ever 
there could potentially be a problem. And that's very rare. I've never really had many issues in the past 10 years that have been, you know, sort of mm. life-threatening or sort of, you know, that horrendous. Although, you know, it does happen sometimes, that can be scary, but but generally put yourself in, you know, in places where you're gonna be comfortable. Yeah, and uh, I think final point, do it for yourself. Do it yeah. for yourself. Hello and welcome to Mavro Talks Love, Sex and Relationships. Today we are talking about the lovely rainbow spectrum of the LGBTQ plus community. But before we get onto that, let's go around the couch. We have... Bradley. Paris. Kira. T. Alex. Sophia. I'm wearing my gay jumper today. Just thought I'd... <laughs> a little plug for Levi's. Um, so round... Round the couch. Um, obviously, you don't have to like be honest if you're not yet out. But who is outwardly on the LGBTQ plus spectrum here, sitting on the couch? Me. You're missing out, mate. I've had a girlfriend, and you know, that. I swing that way. A bit of what? With the old. Wow. <laughs> who wants to be gay? No, <laughs> um, for those who are part of the rainbow spectrum, um, coming out stories. Um, well, I guess you're now out, sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> how did you come out? So I was still in secondary school. I was I was 13 and she was my best friend, but like I kept on denying it for ages. All our friends would say like we was together and stuff, but I would say no, 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 I'm not. And then um, she asked me out and I said yes. Um, and I text my mum and just said, hi, guess what? Okay. She asked me out and <laughs> yeah, I'm out going out with her. And I was just like, okay, see you soon. Love you. Aww. And then um, when Aww. I told my school, I went on holiday the next day. So oh, then when I come so back, everyone forgot about it. So that was my plan. Mate, that was smart. That yeah. was smart, smart. Well, I think for me, it was more like I was exploring my sexuality through like the kink scene and BDSM mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And people quite open and flexible that way. And I was dating this girl, she was kind of like my girlfriend for a bit. And I remember like telling my mum, and the first thing my mum asked, well, is she Jewish? <laughs> That's a very valid question. Because <laughs> that's like my mum, she Jewish? cares more about. But she was, my mum was really happy. I think she was, she really liked her. Was she Jewish? No, she wasn't. Oh, she wasn't. Pity. Pity. Um, <laughs> but no, my mum was really happy. Like, but my parents are quite liberal. They're quite open. So it wasn't, didn't feel like a big deal. I think, to be honest, after all the kinky stuff that I've been doing, <laughs> they're like, like, they were like, "You're not, you're not <laughs> fucking like, okay." Like you, you have a you have a girlfriend or you're you're dating a girl, and that's fine. So, from memory, I'm pretty sure I wrote a letter to my mum, and I was actually more upset with the fact I I was more concerned because I'd started smoking, and I know she'd be very upset. So I wrote a letter, something along the lines of, "Dear mum and dad, I'd just like to let you know that I am potentially gay." I'm also attempting to sleep with a family friend of yours, and I smoke. If you disown me, I'll call Childline. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. And my mother was like, oh, okay. And at first she was like, she didn't really know what to say. This is what she's told me now. She's like, I didn't really know what to say because I was kind of like, she was like, should I have a problem with that? I don't know. She's like, well, you know, my family are performing arts people, so you can't like not be okay with the gays. Wait, who is the family friend? My mum's old best friend's daughter. Did you do it? Fortunately, I didn't fuck her. Pity. But there you go. Love loss. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's how, from memory, that's how I remember coming out. My parents didn't really have a problem with it. Apparently, my granddad said he was disappointed. But, you know, he's 85. He's cool with it now. Like, I mean, we haven't officially had a conversation saying that, you know, I'm gay. But I'm kind of like, well, well, pansexual. But, like, I live with my partner. So it's kind of like, at this juncture... <laughs> 
You know, he bought us a brand new bed at this juncture. So even though kind of the LGBTQ plus community is, I guess, known for um, by a lot of people is, you know, everyone's accepted, everyone's loving each other and it's all lovely and rainbows. I personally have found as someone who's mixed race, there's a lot of racial injustice within the LGBTQ plus community. I don't know if anyone has heard of that, experienced it, any, it does that surprise you? Yeah. Would you would you expect that it should be like all, yeah, all gay together? Because I would have thought like if everything's open, everyone's like being really like be who you want to be kind of thing. I wouldn't expect people to be like racist. When you say when you say that, do you mean like within the community and everybody knows that they're part of that community, or kind of someone that is about to come out? Like from from what I know, the stigma the stigma behind being a gay man for black men is a lot more intense from what I've experienced than a white man coming out and being, mm -hmm. saying that he's whatever sexual mm -hmm. preference he wants I, I do be. agree with that point there, but um, I kind of where I'm getting at is I've certainly felt that, I guess, my experiences as a pansexual woman within the LGBTQ plus community has been very different to my white friends okay, who are gay. Very, very different. And it's very different to my Latina friends who are gay. Completely different experience. And In, you what, know, in what way, if you don't remember what else Prime example, the reason I do not go to Pride in any country is because if you look at adverts for the Pride Parade, it is all white, white gay men. Yes. Normally in leather, which to be honest, yeah, I don't mind, you know. <laughs> Alex, I'm sure I've seen you in that outfit, in fact. Um, <laughs> I am straight. Leather down <laughs> But, you know, if you look at, if, when you think of gay Pride, you think of a load of muscly men or if they're not muscly very campy looking white gay men i don't see a lot of yeah, um black lesbians about it you're right that's yeah. what you think of but when you think of gay that's all you think of but this, this is the thing in general like it's like white people it's like colonialism mm -hmm. take everything co-opt it and make it their own like pride was a movement started by a black trans woman mm -hmm. you know a bit white in now, the moment. yeah and it's super white and i think that's like uh, what you find about a lot of communities that nothing exists as a vacuum people think mm -hmm. that like the pink community or the lgbtq plus community is like super open but there's still like racism mm. uh i don't know just ableism classism all of these isms and power structures trust me that exist even even i would say i mean i, I don't know if you've ever experienced this on a, on a dating app but even for me when i'm on a dating app I would set so my my um, long term partner is black. I'm mixed, so we're both on dating apps, the same dating apps, and she is gorgeous, and yet she gets a lot less matches than me. Mm -hmm. Purely, and I personally believe it's purely on the basis of the fact that she's black, mm -hmm. which is crazy in the LGBTQ plus community. Because I'm sure if she was just on a random hinge for straight people yeah. or whatever, she would get. Yeah. I find that it's a lot of people don't believe that I'm bisexual. They think that I'm chatting rubbish just because I'm mixed race or mm -hmm. light skin. They go, but you're light skin, like you must like other <laughs> light skin boys. And I'm like, no, like it's not. <laughs> they really don't believe me. Like or like I have to like prove myself. <laughs> like they don't, they seriously don't take it serious at all. A lot of stereotypes of like what a gay, gay yeah. couple looks like. Yeah, they go, yeah. oh, you don't look bisexual. I'm like, you don't have to look bisexual to be bisexual. <laughs> Can I kind of go back to the first point that you, when you guys were talking about like your coming out stories? At what point did you guys realise that what your sexuality kind of was? Do you know so what I mean? Like as someone yeah. that is straight, like I, like I've that's always been something that I've been intrigued by. Like you said, it, it was mm. thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. You, you kind of like outwardly came out. 
was that had you had known for a long time yeah what for a was, long you know time I, mean? I just like every day I'd be like tell you I fancy you then the next day I'd be like actually no I don't like you at all like mm. I'm straight like I don't like you and I'd be horrible and then the next day I'd be like what, actually what? no I do fancy you and then I'd have to admit it to myself because I was just like you're just being stupid now yeah prior to that situation I was so homophobic really? horrible like wow I would be like ugh but I was young so I was just like I didn't really understand and then everyone's homophobic at like 12 <laughs> yeah. So. yeah everyone's homophobic like, I even had family know? members like my auntie who was a lesbian I was, like when I, we'd have an argument she told me off I'd be like ugh like Lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> you, you lesbian. And then after I was, I was, I was such a bitch because now look at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think for me it was very much when I started probably probably late primary school, so like junior school, when I started to get actively upset when I saw guys with girls who probably I didn't realise that I had some sort of, maybe not sexual at age 12, but <laughs> some something. And I would get pissed. I'd be like, fuck him, mate. Obviously, you want to play football with me. But like, why don't you want to play this chase with me? Hello? Narcissism, sexual questioning, not sure. But that's kind of, that's, that's, that's where I wasn't, you know, you were saying that for you it was when you experienced the kink scene. But I think now that I think back to it, like, as like a, I mean... As like a younger ch like child, I remember being like attracted to like my girlfriends and like you know wanting to like kiss them or like play mm. like let's play a role play. And <laughs> <laughs> what kind of role play was this? Like, <laughs> like, I remember playing like vampire or something. Where That's so erotic. Coming into the bedroom at night to like <laughs> like kill the other one and I'd like bite yeah, her and stuff. Anyways, let's <laughs> so branching <laughs> onto sexuality. Wow. Um for the straights here, <laughs> for the straights. <laughs> um, have you at any point questioned your sexuality? Or maybe even just thought, well, could I be gay? Am I into this? I think if everyone is truly honest with themselves the question has posed in their head, even if it was for two seconds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not because you think, oh God, why am I feeling that way? But like the first time you find you, I found out that gay people existed, you kind of go, do you know what I mean? You have that book. Should I also join this? It's like trying new food. Like, oh shit. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, I think everybody's thought about that question, but I don't, but thinking about it and then thinking about it is a different, I've never thought about it. Fellow straights? I've had a lesbian dream, or like I've had a couple of lesbian dreams about my friends, but I think that I don't think I fancy them. Mm -hmm. I don't know why though. But I, I have straight dreams. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a best friend that I think was like in love with me, and she was very like she would always be like oh like touchy, and I I thought it was sweet because I'm quite affectionate. I was like oh she's mm. just nice, and then one day she like tried to kiss me, <laughs> and I kissed her back because I thought we were taking a Snapchat for this boy. I thought we were just like because she was like oh let's take a Snapchat so let's let's be like mm -hmm. all like sexy for this boy, and then she, yeah she got a bit like too much, and I realised that, that like I was like this oh. isn't for a selfie. So yeah. <laughs> I knew then I was like no like this isn't I like men Mr Bradley man's man spreading over there <laughs> um so in sixth form mm. I had a lecturer who was gay and I did performing arts so mm. we did um sex ed mm -hmm. in, and we had to go into schools and he decided to pick the topic of portraying a gay couple and Sorry, why do I, I do find this a lot with gay performing arts teachers? I feel that they're kind of trying to 
convert people because I had this at school when they're like and we're going to do something about gayness and I'm like just because you're gay and in performing arts doesn't mean we have to do a man on man interpretive dance but carry on Um, so that happened and he picked me and my best friend so it was like he was having a it's already uncomfortable enough but that was the, the, I think, as Alex said, when you kind of become aware of, oh, oh there's people who don't like, mm-hmm. like guys who don't like women, what? Then you have that kind of thought of, okay, um, so where does that, um, okay, come cool. And you check yourself. But yeah. that was the point for me where I was like, even whole, like he wanted us to go the whole nine. He wanted you wife from Kiss. No, uh, <laughs> literally, he wanted us to Leather do the harness. whole thing. And it was just like, we barely held hands and it was just like, <laughs> this is not for me. Like. Yeah, it's the same. Like when I when she kissed me, I was like, oh, this, this is weird. Not, yeah, like, it's just can it's I, not my. Yeah, because I think there's, a, there's, a, there's also like kind of a difference between experimenting with sexuality and then like your relationships and attraction and love. You know, and I think that like actually, how much of like what we like is what we're conditioned just from what we're shown and like what we're told is relationships and is normal. And if that was all scrapped. I think a lot of people would feel much more fluid about being able to like hundred percent experiment with their sexuality or like being in relationships. <laughs> but really, like the reason why it makes you know, I, I think like you don't have to you don't have to defend. I, I understand, but like I think so much of it is like just being socialized, especially for men. Like it's much more acceptable yeah. for women to be like, oh yeah, like yeah. I had yeah. a period in my life where I was like seeing women, and it's like oh that's cool, and then yeah. you found your man and you were really yeah. straight and all this shit. <laughs> But for men, it's much less acceptable. And that's the the whole, again, the whole stigma around like anal sex and shit, you know? And, like men being afraid of like having things up their ass makes them gay. Isn't it weird that you can eat another girl out and not be gay, but if you fuck another guy in the ass, you like, are gay. I've really struggled with the concept of experimenting with your sexuality and then post that, then claiming you're straight. Yes, yeah. Because for me, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, to be able to actually go ahead with the experimenting, you must kind of you were, there was a capability of you yeah. to have that sexual attraction toward yeah. can, whoever can you was with. Can I ask something for you, the men though? Yeah. Have you ever been with a woman and like, has she ever put anything up your lap? Yeah. Like, what about you? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> because I feel like but every man I've been with, I've kind of wanted to do it. I've kind of, no, but, but you, to do it just to but see you how they react and they're like I'm not gay well, yeah, yeah. But see, yeah but see all that's a bit I mean we've kind of touched on this before but in my mind that kind of stuff is stupid because I'm like a geezer's not doing it so like yeah, yeah. do you get what I'm saying but in terms of the experimenting like I couldn't be like oh I'm just trying to figure out if I fancy Bradley yeah. if I've tried it and thought about it and then I didn't I act him I, the way I take it is you're bi or you're some form yeah, you're of what, yeah. you're, I can't be like actually person. no I'm straight now because we tried it a couple yeah. times it's alright what about all the that pretend to be straight who are really gay. This is this is what I'm saying. When That's you're pretending, cool, but or like forcing themselves to, you know, or like just. I would be really. Sh- I am genuinely shocked. Like some sometimes my friends will tell me, "Oh, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I was in a serious relationship with a with a girl for ages, but I knew I was really gay. I'm like, how the fuck can you get an erection? Yeah. How can you get an erection? This is what I'm saying. Like, oh mate. If I'm in that situation and a guy sticks on me, this is dry. No one's it's going heat, in. Bro. The you way know? I feel is is. Like, I've had situations where my ex-partner was bi mm-hmm. and she ha- had gay friends and stuff and he thought because she could do certain things 
bountifully, he as her friend had the same right because I'm supposed to understand that he's gay, so it's cool. And I'm like, yeah. what, you're a dude? And so you touching me in a certain way mm-hmm. is, one, well, I don't even like females doing it, but more so because you, you, it's like you almost felt like because you're gay, it's okay for you to, like one time you tried to slap my ass and I was just, and I think I actually put him through a wall. Like, <laughs> but that was more of a reaction to, it was just brute force. Would you do that to a woman? No. If it was, if it was a pure reaction. <laughs> so you'd slam a woman Instant. into the wall. I mean, no, it literally was a, a moment of I caught him doing it and I turned around and pushed. So if it was that, yes. But I've actually been approached by gay guys. Yeah. And it's very much an uncomfortable feeling of. Oh, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> it's very. Oh, I'm so sorry that you have to. Fail no, 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 no. The reason I'm gonna. Mm. Well, I wanted to add to, to on, what yeah, Brad's yeah. point well, was. I think I don't. Again, I can only speak about my experiences with when gay men have approached me, there is always, there's almost this kind of like, but kind of accepted though. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like for me to turn around and be like, nah, that's not cool. I've got the problem. Yeah. Like every what, woman that gets fucking chatted up by yeah. men on every uh, day of every fucking I didn't life. say that's but not the case. The I'm just saying like... that with gay men, from my experience, there <sighs> oh, is all, there has, a lot of it has been. The yeah, couch. but, no, not yeah, but I'm not interested at all. But like, why? Yeah, there's a lot of allowance. It's like there's a leniency because I'm gay. It should be okay. And it's, Look, it's, it's, as much as I want to go into this topic massively, <laughs> Sophia's about to put Alex through the fucking. Yeah, I've got not said anything related so, to your point. I just think. around the couch to summarise, and um, because you know we were kind of talking about sexuality and experimenting and whatever. When do you think the correct time is to start experimenting and questioning your sexuality? It does. I think it depends on the maturity of. of and this is why I can't really see an age or whatever, but for mm-hmm. me personally, I didn't have sex till I was 18, but yeah, I was very much involved with females when I was probably like 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I'd say I started exploring from, from an early age, but with the understanding of certain things. I don't really know either, because obviously my only really experience with men, but I would say like I didn't really know what I liked and who I was as a person until my 20s. So okay. I would say maybe mm-hmm. like when you get to a stage of knowing how comfortable you are with yourself I think that's pretty uh, to be honest like even, I wouldn't necessarily put an age on anything I mean obviously like legally but um, <laughs> yeah. but I, I kind of agree with you like it very much depends on when you start understanding yourself as a person mm. I think is probably an <laughs> opportune time whenever that is T? I think whenever the thought starts coming into your head not sexually exploring it like if you're really young but if them type of thoughts coming into your head, then I just think surely, like you should shramble it. Yeah, I completely agree. When those impulses are there, whenever they come, really. Yeah, I'd say same. Like you know, when people start reaching puberty and mm-hmm. they start to like you know <coughs> think about different things and all those urges come up. You'll know who you're attracted to, or you'll have like different yeah attractions and urges, and just explore them. Like, slowly and safely. Slowly and safely. That's how it should go. So if you guys at home want to get involved with the discussion, um, if you're gay yourselves and just want to say, yay, I'm gay, join us. Um, We're talking about the LGBTQ plus community and the lovely rainbow people. You know where we are on social media, Mavro Talks across all channels, or you can leave a comment down below. This is a public service announcement. What's on the notice board this week? Hello and welcome to Mavro Talks Love, Sex and Relationships. Today we are talking about the lovely rainbow community. That's right, the LGBTQ plus community. We have got a pre-submitted social media question, but before we get on to that, let's go around the couch. We Bradley. have... Paris. 
Kira. T. I'm Alex. Sophia. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would really be interested to, to know everyone's perspective on this. I'm a man. Okay. How do I tell my female partner that I want to experiment with other men in a male, male, female threesome? I just, I just come, I'm very, I'm a very like forward person. I'll just say it direct. So if I, I say that, but I don't know if I was in the situation, if I would be able to be that straight about it because I, I can imagine Ironically. I can imagine you're it's, it'd be quite stressful like you're probably going to think to yourself is she going to start questioning yeah. me Everything. is that going to change yeah. like do you know what I mean I feel like there could be a lot of questions if I was raised. dating a man and he said to me like I want to experience and bring another dude and I would question it I I, I, mean, I think that depends on your relationship because yeah. I might be like that sounds kind of like yeah fun. but see <laughs> like I don't want to experience like anyone in our relationship yeah. let alone like I'm jealous so I don't like the fact you fancy other <laughs> Man, women woman, don't I don't want you fancying other men as well it's not for me <laughs> yeah I think you should just be open and honest mm-hmm. like just say look I'm this is what I'm into yeah or just think that so I think you don't mean to say this is what I'm into but like I've been thinking about this like what do you mm. think about it how do you feel about that I'm not saying we have to do it but this is something that yeah. I've been curious about like how does it sound to you I feel like if you have them type of thoughts and your partner you don't think your partner's going to be acceptive of it then you should maybe reconsider that relationship because if it's something mm. that you're like, you really want to try and your partner really doesn't want to do it, then there's always going to be a problem in the mm. relationship. Even if you keep on trying to push it down, like years later, you're going to be like, no, I really want to do this now. And It's it's all about the dynamics of it because I'm just thinking, I'm trying to go back to the question, the fact that he even feels like, how do I approach asking this thing means it's already an uncomfortable thing. Yeah. It probably means yeah. you and haven't told her yeah. already. So yeah. like, this your is relationship already, you haven't explored those conversations and you, you or you already know she's not here for it. Or not so even, he, yeah, might, he might not even be 100% sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, not, not so, even the fact that like he hasn't told her that he may be bisexual, but if you know that your girlfriend's going to be homophobic about it, then... I don't know if it's necessarily homophobic because I'm not homophobic, but I'd, I wouldn't be okay with her. Mm. Like, just being honest, I've never had a threesome. It's not for me. How, fellas, I actually want to open the floor up just a little bit more. I just want to slightly creep the door open. How do we feel about male, male, female, threesomes? Male, female, female. Is it gay if you touch the tip? <laughs> <laughs> if you shout no homo, no, does I, I it don't, count? I don't, I don't, I don't think um, a guy wanting to be involved in that situation makes him gay unless he wants to be physically pleasured by the by man. That, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because you can both be involved in that situation, yeah. but your your focus and attention is on the female. That's just not for me. No, I'm too selfish. In in all seriousness, and this this really isn't to make a comedy streak out of it, does it make it less gay in your eyes if you are receiving oral sex from another man in a threesome as opposed to Man fucking you or you fucking man? No, it's all in the same. Yeah, it's all the same. It's, it's, yeah, it's all the same. On par. Sophia, you've got a very confused Kamala Harris look on your face. <laughs> I don't understand that question. <laughs> there seems to be I don't know in a lot in a lot of straight men that I've spoken to when I've approached the subject with them about male male female um, threesomes, there seems to be a scale of gayness as to no, where true. they're willing to go. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what. Well, I'm kind of okay if, like, we're staring at each other while we're spit-roasting the girl, but I don't really want his penis going anywhere near me. And if I can see his balls or hear his balls slapping against her mouth, I don't want to know about it, you know. But again, this would, to me, come to, like, what are you so afraid of? Like, so what? You're enjoying a sexual experience and you happen to look at each other in the eye. You're enjoying a sexual experience and you happen to graze your leg. Oh, my God. What is you? Th- this, this is, is my this thing. Is, this is, is, what no, scares this, you this, so this much? Is, this is, what is for so me, scary? For me, like 
grazing arms and looking at, do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but no. whatever. With people like that, it's too much. But in regards to what you're saying, I wouldn't want to be in that situation, not because I'm scared of anything, but being in such in that very intimate situation with another man would turn me off. So what am I here for? How do you know that if you've never tried it? I don't I have to, I don't have to know, try you know, to know. I said this before. I don't like people shitting on each other. I, <laughs> don't I, need I, to try. I, I, I've watched it once. It didn't do anything for me. Three girls or whatever, two girls, one cup, whatever it was, was a turn off. I don't need you to shit on Alex's not chest for me to know I'm not into it. <laughs> In my personal opinion, not everything needs to be explored just to find out. If I already have the Unless whole, you want to. If, yeah. If I already have in my head, I don't like it and I'm not willing to, it's as simple as that. I don't need to explore to actually know 100% I don't like it. It's just the way that he's talked about is very much like, no, I'm not doing that. No way. No, not me. Miss me with that. Instead of being like, no, I don't really. That's not really my thing. It's just the tone of it is like there's a there's a level of like fear or like, no, no, no. But surely that to me feels like, sh- what are you so scared of? I know you don't what watch you porn so a lot, but surely everyone's come across a porn video or something like that where you've kind of, you know, you've got 30 seconds and you're like, you know what? I'm not wet. My dick's not hard. This isn't doing it for me. Is that kind of the level of like turned offness or are you physically disgusted? That's it? the difference to me. Yeah. For me, is this a level of disgust or repulsion? I would probably say yeah. Like to the repulsion. Yeah, like the thought for me to be sick, not just graze arms with a bloody. Do you know what I mean? Like cool, like but to actually like do sexual acts with another man, there is that physical repulsion. Yeah. But on the same time, in the same regard. There is that same physical repulsion with me thinking about sleeping with a woman who I'm physically unattractive. completely unattracted to. It's the same it's not my thing. thing. Yeah. But not because she's a woman, that's not gonna mean that like, oh I can do it because she's got a pussy. Like, no, like I the thought of being with her makes me feel sick, and also the thought of being with him also makes me feel sick. Hmm. I'm well, just gonna be here. It's not because there's an issue with it, it's just I I just Stefano, um, <laughs> I'm Alex. Chantel, Atlanta. So, pre-submitted question we have, <coughs> and I will be kind of directing this to you, Shan. So I'm looking at you now. <laughs> oh shit! I think my child may be gay. How do I approach the subject with them? Kick him out. How old is the child? Any anyone can answer this, by the way, but because I have a child, yeah. it's come to me. Um, I do you know what? For the longest time, I genuinely thought my daughter was gay. She had an obsession <laughs> with breasts. Oh, I've already told her this. We used to go to Tesco's. She would walk up to women with big boobs and just grab them. At what Random age? women. Uh, probably at like four, three, four. Yeah, but everyone oh, yeah, has obsession. No, no, no. Yeah. But you don't just go. Up to, she would go up to a stranger and just be like, "I'll bite your eye out." <laughs> you know, and then, down, girl. <laughs> and I genuinely, she always would comment on girls and how pretty they were, or how nice the girls' boobs were. Like, you know, like there was no interest in boys, which I know is pretty normal for kids. That boys are, Egh. yeah. And um, but I did for a long time. I thought she was gay, and you know, it is what it is. Did you ask her? No, I said to her. I mean, once, she was four I was years like, old. Yeah, when you were four. <laughs> I said to her once, like, do you, do you fancy girls? And she's like, no. Okay, Chat's boys. No. Are you going to give me any grandchildren? Are we going anywhere? But um, I mean, if she was gay, then I wouldn't have an issue with it. I think the only thing that I might be a little bit concerned about is grandkids. Yeah, like what's going to happen?
anyone else on the floor? If it was your child. I think that's really Alex. fucking hard, mate. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. For me, I'd be oh, okay. Would it be different if it was if it, if you if it was a daughter versus son? Yeah, hundred percent. Really? If my daughter, if my daughter's. I want to hear what you have to say before I say bad because there's a reason you think that. It's not yeah. because you're a bad person. Okay. So, you're, just got, you you're know, a bad person. Yeah, no, but there's a reason <laughs> that you think that way. I think that my specifically my reasoning why I feel like it'd been easier conversation to have with another girl than with another guy is because my dating experience is dating other women. She is about to go through that same thing. So we can. there's probably gonna be more conversations that we can easily have because I've also been attracted yeah. to the same sex that you are. Mm -hmm. Me having a conversation with my son who's gay, I don't, I wouldn't even know it to, I'd, I'm completely out of my depth yeah. in regards to that. That's, that's why I say it would be easier. He'd call so I find that difficult because I'm happy to talk about anyone about their sex life or dating life because I'm just like, well, love is, and it's Tuesdays, it sounds like love is love and sex mm. is sex. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter who it's with. Like, we all have feelings. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I just feel like, so I don't really look at it in that way. Yeah. I don't know. Steph. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be like, just don't tell your grandparents. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's a different generation. Yeah. I don't think I would tell my my mum or dad or cousins for a fact that my child is gay. I'd just be like, just keep it to you, your friends and us, innit? At what age would cool. you guys acknowledge it in your child to them? Would you like let them come to you when they're a teenager or would you kind of like... As soon as... Soon because you know, of if on. I'm sticking to the question with how, if I thought that they are and then how would I approach it, the first moment that I've noticed it, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm having that conversation. I think the, the first moment I notice it, I wouldn't approach it myself because I feel like it wouldn't be a truthful conversation, but more so I'd probably bring in one of my friends who <laughs> might be Back up, bring yeah, him back literally. up. <laughs> one, of, one of your uncles, yeah, one of your uncles yeah. is going to chat to you. Go, go what about you, Atlanta? Yeah. I think I would be accepting whether it was a man or whether it was a, a boy or a girl, be accepting. I think my first thought that I just have would be um, sort of trying to protect them from others that wouldn't be so agree with. And also how my partner would feel as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Protecting that. I just want to throw out there, I'd be accepting of either. I was just answering the yeah. question as Sorry. opposed to what would be more difficult. Sounds yeah. like or, a bit of there. Right? No, no, no. Because, <laughs> no, no, because I would genuinely say that like yeah. having yeah. having the conversation for me would be so much easier with my daughter than it would be with my son. Mm. I'd be accepting either way, but the conversation for me would be a lot easier if it was with a girl. I think the only thing for me would just be the generation. I said future. Like, yeah. I want a dynasty under my name, bro. Yeah, real What are you doing yeah. about that? Don't write me out of the damn world. It's like, the thing is, it's all, you can't control the generation so, and you can't yeah. control if your kids are going to be gay or not. If yeah. they are, the best thing to do as a parent with, with respect is to get on with it because you're not mm -hmm. going to change them. Mm -hmm. All you can change is about how they feel about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And shame is the biggest thing. And if you can target yeah. about shame as a kid and get rid of that out of them, then you'll set them up for a better life because the generation yeah. will do what it will do. I yeah. think that so is- just re remember that with your kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly that is absolutely sterling yeah. advice. And um, if you at home want to get involved with the discussion or if you have any advice for mm. the uh, the person who submitted in this question today, you know what to do when Mavra talks across all social media platforms or you can leave us a comment down below. Mavra.